Good morning. Come on in, sit down, relax, grab a coffee or tea. You're about to listen to Mornings with King's Eyes. That's me. Hi. How are you this morning? Let me and the rest of the morning folk know how while you are listening. Through the official Discord. Free to join, free to stay. Discord is an active part of the experience with Mornings and all the other podcasts on this network. So if you don't have an account already, it comes highly recommended. Plan on getting one. You'll have a swell old time with other people that are just as equally interested and or uninterested in listening to me every Monday. You and, say, Invader on Tuesdays. Or Edo Ninja on Wednesdays. And whatever else comes out. It's not too long until we're going to announce a new program. Freaking imagine that. <laughs> awesome. Dude, this is, this is going well. I like it. Right. So, just to kick off the morning's intro theme right there brought to you by Pandrez called taking you for a ride it's an it's a fantastic theme i've used it every so often it's provided by chill hop music which will also be credited at the end because obviously so we're going to start this week's episode obviously we're introducing segments i didn't do this last week so it's about time that i do so uh this week uh the first segment uh is called me in the world which uh, effectively runs through, okay, how was my week? What are things that have uh, happened in the world? All of which are spitball. I'm not going to like pre-write and hash down an entire script for this. We're, it's a conversation, this, which you can interact with on Morning Folks. Join the Discord and or leave a comment on the like the little page for this particular episode on kingsize.life. So what's been going on my week? That's an excellent question. Uh, there is an ongoing thing that the UCO... Uh, not the UCL, the UCU in uh, the UK, which is the University and College Union, I believe it's called. Uh, They're preparing to strike. And the university I'm currently attending here in Winchester are also partaking in the strike, sadly. So from the 20th of February up until, I believe, currently, they've scheduled it to be four weeks that there will be strikes. Just to clarify here, obviously... When you are a uni student and you're from international waters, such as I am, I'm from Norway, Dinga Dinga country, shout out to me, uh, that costs a bunch of friggin' money. And come to find out that in all likelihood, I'm losing somewhere like half of them four weeks worth of uh, education, like lectures and the, the sort of the compensation so far that I've heard any talk of is the fact that they are going to extend the uh, assignment due dates by two weeks. However, uh, having looked into it a little bit, there are various examples where other international students, in situations like this, where a third of my my semester, essentially, is flying out the window and I've already paid for it, I should be able to claw back some of the money that I would be losing on this. Which... Is exciting because the conversion rate on the Norwegian crown and the the uh, British pound is absolutely ludicrous. And <laughs> it's February. I go back in Nor- to Norway in I believe April, and so it, I wouldn't mind having some of that spending money extra. Quite honestly, it's it's getting to be rough. It was at one point it was like one pound was thirteen Norwegian kroner, so that's freaking absurd. Trying to live off of that is difficult, but hey. Should my mother listen to this, I'm eating healthy every day, and I'm making sure to take care of me first. There's nothing that is worrisome about this yet, just to have it said. Is there anything else interesting that happened this week? Uh, I gotta think. Oh, well, obviously, we debuted uh, You Have Failed on Tuesday, 
with uh, Mr. Say Invader, which uh, that spiked the website quite drastically. I have two different stat services that run through and give me the numbers for a website for the website, and it is uh, Google and it's Jetpack. Whereas Google could verify that I had somewhere in the ballpark of 20 to 21 viewers in one hour. And it was the exact hour that we also launched his program. And looking at Jetpacks, they were up to like 43, 44, where the favorite one was his first episode, which is The Legacy of Arrow. It's a good listen. Much like I told him, though, we're obviously we're going to bookend and make more out of the show, but the potential of that show is absolutely amazing. I look very much forward to seeing what uh, Say Invader can do with that moving forward. Obviously, I'm, I'm helping him with production. He's also now part of the content creator pool of kingsize.life. So, who knows? Every so often you might actually see like a post that's made by Say Invader, much like Edo Ninja puts up things. Also, Glitter, my lovely missus. She's also now content creator on there. So this is just, it's ever expanding and it's gonna be amazing. I, it has all the growth potential in the world. And suffice to say, that's really what my, like my weekdays revolve around this at this point. Like, Lectures and studies obviously take the hot seat, and I do all I can with that, with doing readings and doing the assignments and trying to put my best foot forward with collaborative work and such. And then there is any in-between time, and like when there's two hours between a lecture and the seminar, I you can expect to find me in the MMC, the Multimedia Center, where I'm working flat out on making the website the best it can be. And I'm, I've not put in 10,000 hours yet, but I'm pretty sure I'm racking up like 2,000 hours for now that I've done for absolutely free, which they, they say you need to do like 10,000 hours for free for the success to come for it to be. I don't think that's the saying. I just said so now. You know, it's just for banter. That's the sort of stuff that goes on in my week. I don't have anything significant beyond that, I think, that has happened this week. Um, but that's me. So... We are also going to have a peek at what's been going on in the world today. And I could opt in this segment, obviously, to say like, oh, now we're going to go look at the Washington Post or we're going to look at the New York Times or any website like that. However, being as I am big on content creation myself and I like independent brands, we're going to check out a website and I'm going to consistently use this for checking the news. And it's called roguerocket.com. If you're not aware of that, it's a fledgling independent news network um, that is brought to you by Philip DeFranco, which if you know your YouTube, you know that's one of the OG people who started this, I believe it's like two, three years ago at this point. And it is a fantastic website. They obviously, they, they do their research and they do it well. They have a lot of great stuff coming out on their YouTube channels, but also their website is just killer in terms of the content they put out. So... How this will work is I'll look at a couple of the articles, I'll read like a paragraph perhaps, and then I'll give an opinion, because that's kind of the ethos of how he makes his content anyway. So let's see. 17 hours ago, Bernie Sanders wins New Hampshire primary. We're not delving too much into politics, just so you know, but this is, it's just a little, just a little noggin right here. Uh, Senator Bernie Sanders won the New Hampshire primary uh, with Mayor Pete Buttigieg. How the hell do you say this guy's name? Um, with Mayor Pete Buttigieg coming in a close second. Entrepreneurs Andrew Yang and Senator Michael Bennett separately announced that they were dropping out of the race before polls closed. 
while Sanders and Buttigieg have emerged as the frontrunners in the first two contests of the 2020 election, the upcoming Nevada caucus and South Carolina primary will likely prove to be key tests for both candidates. So this is obviously to, if you're not caught up on American politics, nor, why would you? Uh, goodness me, all that is just a mess, like in general terms. And it's why I also intend not to spend too much time on politics because you're coming here to listen to something positive. But to have uh, someone akin to a Joe Biden or a Bernie Sanders winning a, you know, a primary somewhere is positive. Just in terms of, okay, you then have solid people that you can run up against in the upcoming election to try and dethrone an ever so orange and horribly, horribly, I, hmm. As it might impact me in the future, I'll refrain from actually saying anything about uh, someone that's ever orange. But yeah, that is a positive story to see that Bernie Sanders wins the New Hampshire primary. Uh, is there anything here of interest? Oh, this one caught my eye actually yesterday. Uh, Birds of Prey renamed after disappointing box office opening. So after a less than sterile opening, sterile? After less than stellar opening week, Birds of Prey will be renamed in order to boost its SEO quality. Birds of Prey, parentheses, and the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn, and parentheses, will now be called Harley Quinn Birds of Prey, so that audiences can clearly tell it's a Harley Quinn film when searching for it online. The new title is intended to only be used for its theatrical run. Compared to other DC films, it had a poor opening weekend, with some blaming the name, R rating, and release date as potential reasons as to why. I will say, like, you could have had, and again, this is my network, so I'm allowed to curse, you could have had the fucking nuts to stick by your guns and, like, just leave it at the name it is. Sorry, so totally sorry that your film isn't doing well. You know what that usually comes down to? It's not because of the name. It's because of general interest. Have you drummed up enough interest prior to your premiere? Hardly. All we knew was the word birds, was the name Birds of Prey and that Harley Quinn would be in it, really. That's all that I caught. I haven't actively been following the progress towards the cinema for this thing. But you've set a great precedent uh, prior to this with uh, the Joker film, which recently Joaquin Phoenix won an Oscar for. That tells you something about the direction that DC ought to go. Because, you know, with what Marvel and that cinematic universe did, you can't top that in the same age category and rating. You have to do something that is either more extreme or vastly different if you want that thing to succeed. And clearly, with there having been really no DCU films, but for that to succeed, you need to do something different. And you need to do it well. Which is a testament to why there haven't been really any DCEU films for, what, since Justice League? Which, that was, that was just great. That was just great. But it's the same principle here. You're entering on things such as, oh, it's a DC film. It has an R rating, like the Joker did. If people were interested in seeing it, they'd look up the date. Merely by searching Birds of Prey. Because you're not going to find a fox hunting a bird when you're searching Birds of Prey this week or any other week since it was announced. You're going to find this film. But the general interest hasn't been there yet, though, has it? Like, nothing too significant coming out of trailers. Not that I've seen, because I haven't seen any of the trailers. But 
I also know damn well with how my Facebook timeline works and all my social media works is if they wanted me to see it, they would have made damn sure that I would have seen it because that's how algorithms work. Like, oh, he's shown interest in Marvel and DC previously. Here's a new trailer. We need to show that. Totally, totally different that. But also giving it a name change for the sake of a name change, essentially here, you're set. It's just setting a, bre a bad precedent for yourself. Like, okay, couldn't it have plan been planned better ahead of time? Like, but also much to the film's credit, uh, Margot Robbie, obviously great actor, but she's giving a difficult role in that scenario that her film is the next one in line after the Joker came out. And the Joker was a fantastic, fantastic film. So with that, it is a horribly difficult role for her to try and fill just for it having the tagline of it's a DC film. It's egregiously difficult to then try and follow that with the success that that film had and it being what? I think it's the highest grossing R-rated film in history. So yeah, it's just been given a bad set of circumstances to try and thrive in. And obviously that hasn't worked out too well just yet, has it? Uh, but oh well. Like, DC has the resources and absolutely, like, they, they can pull a good film off, obviously, as was testament by the last one they did. Let's, let's hope they can get back to the positive trend that was Joker and, like, clearly showing that they can make good films if given the time, effort, and casting. So that's that, uh, really. That's all we're going into. One politics and one entertainment story. Things that, you know, I felt compelled that you needed to know. Is there anything else positive online, I ponder, that could be interesting for you folks to see? Well, obviously, uh, with me being a, a mark for motorsports, I figure it's positive to tell you that if you are uh, in any shape or form interested in the World Rally Championship, uh, it was announced that Rally Sweden will continue, despite the... Uh, set of cards that the uh, organizers were dealt there in terms of there being literally no snow, more or less. But it's been snowing this week, and the rally will go on. And it is, it, it's an exciting time. Uh, and so I want to just send a, a um, traffic their way, if I may, if I can, uh, saying a huge props that they have managed to plan this for what's going to be an exciting rally Sweden. Anyway, so uh, positive and props sent out to the uh, good old uh, rally Sweden organizers down over there. Props to you. I look forward to following the race this weekend. Right. So for this segment, I do uh, a bit that's called Good Job You, and I do a bit that's called You're Fucking Moron. And for this week's Good Job You, I want to give a, um, a bit of an acknowledgement to someone that I personally have been oddly critical of and not the biggest fan of in the world, but it is Senator Mitt Romney of Utah in the Americas. I want to give him a, a bit of an acknowledgement and a good job you off of the back of his speech in which he was the sole Republican in the impeachment vote on Donald Trump to say that he should be named guilty. He absolutely is. If there was like any foregone conclusion on it, that son of a bitch is guilty. But Mitt Romney was the only one that had, on Republican side, I should emphasize, on Republican side, 
that had the balls to stick to his word to the Constitution of America and to say that, yes, he did something wrong, something egregiously wrong, that he believe in God as you will, but for you to stick to your oath as you should and give unbiased support and factoids towards this, which is an important part of American history at this point already, and coming out of it looking like a million bucks, as they say on in the wrestling term, because you had the nuts to stick to your guns and to speak the truth when no one else of your party had the nuts to do the same. And it's a, it's a sham. It's a flat-out sham, which is that I'll say poignantly that you're a fucking moron off the back of the good boy you is the GOP. Great old party of Republicans who all took their balls and hid them in their purse, and for it, I'm going to steal a Jim Cornette line, they should be boiling oil and have their fat sold for soap. Because it's absurd to think that your way as a Republican should go ahead of your oath of office. Absolutely absurd. And it, and it says something about just the corrupt nature of the country at this point. So for that, the GOP as a whole, Mr. 45th Orange, on top of that, you're a fucking moron. That I'll attest to to my dying day. And if I need be, I'll mention the GOP on this again. Absolutely will, because you seem to have a just a, a long-standing streak of idiocy around your party. So, looking forward to mentioning you a couple more times over there. Right. So, moving on, we have a segment here, which is on Nintendo and Zelda. Um, which, obviously, if you've read my, my Twitter bio, has sort of inspired this entire body of stuff. Um, it says Arduous Rambler. It's what I do. It's great. I talk a bunch. Deal with it. But it also reads that I am a Nintendo fan, I'm a motorsports fan, and a wrestling fan. Off which, the first topic that we'll be talking about this week is Nintendo and Zelda. So, uh, Nintendo has been a massive part of my life since I was five years old. It was my first gaming console, was a Nintendo 64. Matter of fact, I'm currently sitting here in a white N64 hoodie as I'm recording this. Didn't think of that as I put that on this morning, that I'll be talking about it. But here I am, and yes indeed. Uh, and obviously the first, the major first favorite game I ever had was Zelda Ocarina of Time. I could never complete it myself at a young age, as a young pup, because I wasn't intelligent enough to do so. So I had help from just about anywhere to solve puzzles and go and do stuff everywhere. But the title and the the character, the story, everything in that game, and also the fact that you could play with swords, like freaking swing swords at monsters, and at the, the Demon King himself. Goodness me, I was hooked from, uh, yeah, from age five. Hooked on this freaking game. And it's been a long-standing thing ever since. All the way up until now where you have um, Breath of the Wild, obviously, came out in 2017. I had it uh, purchased along with my Nintendo Switch. Uh, came a week after the launch. Which I was highly upset about because I was hoping to get it Friday. Ended up getting it on a Monday. The week after. Even though I was, it was stated various times that I was going to get it when it was launching. Which was horrible. I hated that weekend. <laughs> 
but it's documented on my periscope somewhere that I was actually, I opened the package, and obviously, I thought I got caught, actually, when I got that package, because it was large, but the entire thing was so light. I couldn't believe that the Nintendo Switch was that light. And I also had the, like, special edition package of Breath of the Wild with, like, the little Master Sword figurine and the map and all of that stuff. So it was just... It's, it's been a, a fantastic part of my life ever since age 15. And not since 15, since age 5. And currently 26. I'm running up on a, like year 27 of my life this July. And it's almost needless to say that that's it's been probably my biggest, like, biggest fandom out of anything. It's been Zelda always. And so in 2018, I remember distinctly because it was one of the best days of my life. Uh, in 20, uh, not 2017, 2018, when I uh, met my missus for the first time, uh, she has a just about as big, if not a bigger, crush on Zelda and that whole series than I do. And so we were going out on the party. It was the first time we met. I'd never spoken or like seen face to face prior to me going knocking on her door in her flat. First thing that greets me is her, her bright smile, her beautiful figure. And her Zelda tattoos. And I was like, oh my god, oh my god this is a keeper. Brownie points, right there. And <laughs> that spawned into uh, a, at this point, one and a half year relationship. So that's that's the part on Nintendo this week. Then, let's see, what do I got? Yeah. So, for the motorsports part of things, um, the emphasis this week, obviously, you have... Uh, Various of the Formula One teams have started launching their liveries and such. Ferrari did a, a very interesting thing where they had a live, full live concert and ballerina dancers and also a very annoying translator going like subtly in the background when you were trying to listen to the person speaking. Beside that, they launched a, like had a very, very good launch uh, presentation. I didn't appreciate the comments. That was coming in. It's not my production in the slightest. I had nothing to do with it beyond being a viewer. But to be so impatient that here you're having just a massive, a grandiose event live streamed to you. And all you can think to say is, oh, enough with the dancing, enough with the music, show me the car. No, you're in to watch this. Have some culture about you. Like, take this stuff in. Appreciate what you're seeing. It isn't difficult. It ain't rocket science to sit there and watch and to have the just entitled idea that you get to say, oh, show me the car. And that they'll somehow listen to you. No, you're a mark. Shut up. Watch the show. Enjoy what they have spent probably hundreds and thousands of dollars putting together so that you can consume for free on Facebook. Alrighty, then we're coming on to an interesting subject, which is, <laughs> not to say that motorsports isn't, but it's another one that is, uh, it's, it's a category of fandom that is flourishing quite a bit uh, this year and has done for two, three years now, flourished beyond what it has done for 20 years. And that's the pro wrestling business. I've been interested in that since I was, I gotta 
since I was 10 years old, I've been interested in pro wrestling. Openly admit as much. Um, I'm highly critical of it in many a case, but also much more so. I, I've I've come to have an appreciation now for all the the various companies beyond WWE, which they've been, they have been, and will remain the big massive company for that discipline of entertainment. But you have fledglings coming up. You have All Elite Wrestling, which I just got done watching their last episode from yesterday. And I I see only positive with most of what I'm seeing there. I am very, very excited about any everything in All Elite Wrestling. Uh, particularly with yesterday, with Nyla Rose being the new uh, women's champion. That is fantastic. Dead honestly, that's fantastic. And you could, like, just for the the prospect of, that's a trans woman that has won the women's championship. I I can't think to anywhere in the world that that's happened before. And it's a massive statement and a massive positive for the LGBT community. But apparently, for any comment section as relates to her, it's a massive negative. And it's just mind-blowing. And just stifling to see how, like, opposed everyone is to Nyla Rose being in the women's division. She's a woman. What the fuck's wrong with you? Okay, so she might have been a man at some point or another, but she's not anymore. Why should that be held against her? Why should that be dangled over her head at all times that you had a penis at one point? No. Fuck off. You've had uh, women in the Olympics that had, like after crossing the finish line and scoring a gold medal, having to be asked, like, yo, can we check your undergarments for whether you have a penis there or not? It's stupid. What can she do to change her impression? She's there to perform, and she's performing well. How dare you? Honestly. Like, it's just blowing my mind at times. Honestly, it's like... While I... While I have a great appreciation and respect for social media, shit like that, where everybody gets a voice, it's just shooting yourself in the foot. It's idiocy. Honestly, it's just idiocy. But that's not the only topic of pro wrestling uh, that I'd want to discuss this week. I want to give also uh, a warm and fantastic acknowledgement to one Cody Rhodes, who is the executive vice president of All Elite Wrestling. And he took... 10 lashes live in front of the world to get his match with uh, Maxwell Jacob fuckface. <laughs> uh, that's the hallmark of a, a great villain in pro wrestling is when you like just the, you just cringe at the mere look of him and you want to put on 40 pounds of muscle and learn to wrestle so you can kick his ass personally. It's like that kind of heat. And it's awesome. I fucking love having that. I haven't had that feeling for a heel since back when Edge was feuding with John Cena in like 2005 and 6. Like, not since at all. And it's fantastic to have that feeling back where you, you truly believe in his antics that he is an asshole. And absolutely, he is an asshole. That's why I called him Maxwell Jacob Fuckface instead of Friedman, which is his last name. Huh. But yeah, 
Uh, ten lashes. You can't fake or bullshit that. You can't fake anything in pro wrestling beyond the end result. Like everything else in there, maybe the punches. You can probably work those a little bit. But beyond that, you have a just... It, it's a fantastic program. And it, Cody has shown to be fantastic with ring psychology and has really come into his own since AEW launched on television back in October. And it is fantastic, fantastic to see the the stories that are put in and the amount of effort and amount of just passion he has and has is shown to have for the company he is working for. I look forward to seeing him smother MJF's face with everything, including the kitchen sink, come revolution, which I purchased the pay-per-view. I'm looking forward to watching that Saturday night in like three weeks, I believe it is. And to see him get back at MJF for what happened at Full Gear. So massive, massive kudos to Cody Rhodes to top this program off. And I am not uh I don't I don't plan these out. <laughs> I go through the segments as they say in my syllabus here. And for this first week, I'd say it's been pretty, pretty good. Like I'm I'm running on uh, I'm recording with my phone currently, which you wouldn't believe because of the quality of this microphone. It's amazing. I'm very much around like this though, like shaking my head and looking around and stuff. I quite like it to be this way. It's a bit messy, but it's coming into its own. And I appreciate you for sticking around. Um, if you like the prospects of mornings uh, and how it's shaping up to be a program, uh, I would highly appreciate if you would go on to the Apple Podcast app and leave a five-star review, maybe leave a bit of a, a comment for me there. Um, absolutely come join the Morning Folk, which is the official Discord. It's been set up by my boy Edo Ninja, who's also a host on uh, Wednesdays for Storm Connect, along with Crunch. Um, that is a shout-out. That's on Wednesdays. Uh, then you have Tuesdays. I'm going backwards on this, because it's the two ones that we have planned currently. Um, on Tuesdays, you have... You have failed... With Say Invader, which again debuted last week on the Tuesday to great response, according to my web statistics. And he will be back this Tuesday, uh, I believe, also talking yet another uh, thing about Arrow, which is going to be great because he is fantastic about speaking about his passions. I would know, he's my housemate. <laughs> Uh, so there's that. Um, and then look forward to the trailer dropping this week at some point or another for the new show, which is going to be a clean-cut, different thing from anything that's on the network currently. Uh, it's going to be with myself and with Glitter. And I look very much forward to these things actively being something to pursue and something for you to listen to. I look very much forward to being able to in one week be able to for every day of the week be announcing on my Twitter or on the show's Twitters going, oh, check out the itinerary for this week. Mondays you have this, Tuesdays you have that, Wednesdays that, Thursdays that, Fridays this, and Saturdays that. 
and for providing great listener experiences every week, be it through my own show, be it through the other shows on the network, whatever else comes up in the future. I am so stoked on how this platform is shaping, how things are coming together, how the network is working together, because it's it's such a rewarding feeling already without there being a single dollar made on any of this. It is fantastic to see, hear, and feel how well this is coming together. I can't wait for it to continue. But for now, show has to come to an end. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, click around on the show page if you want to follow the Mornings with King's Eyes on anything in particular, be it Twitter, Facebook. Follow me personally. Uh, subscribe to it on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Deezer, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, whatever else kind of platforms we have available. You are very much welcome for you to subscribe to them. Thank you for listening. And I hope you have it a good morning. Guitar plucking, corn cob shucking, and when my friends leave, I'ma do a little shh. Life goes on and I keep on trucking. It's Friday night in America.